Hey guys, my name's Brittany, and I started a podcast. Um, I think the whole point of this is going to end up being just to be here as a human voice for other humans who are just out there trying to figure it all out, Um, and to be that friend who tells you that you're going to be okay, and you're not supposed to figure it all out. Um... A little little bit about me. Um, I stumble when I get nervous, so there's that. Um, But I grew up in Baltimore. I went to a magnet school in middle and high school, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, I went to college in Western Maryland for business because that was the smartest and safest option. Um, They tell you that a business degree will help you in anything, but what they don't tell you is that everybody else has a business degree too, or at least it seems like it. I majored in marketing, or I guess minored, um, because it it spoke to my heart. Um, I love the psychology of people, and I love the alternative creative side of marketing, And it was a good balance for me. Uh, In college, I met my husband, uh, Ty. And I'm sure at some point it'll be a topic of discussion, but I met him online like the rest of the world today. Because why would I go to a bar to meet a guy if I could just pull out my phone? But he, uh, he stuck around. I graduated college. And I started a job in sales for a radio company. And I quickly found out that sales was not for me and neither was that station. So what was probably one of the worst experiences for me kind of led the way to one of the best jobs that I've had at a small little cafe doing marketing, um, which was way more in my wheelhouse than the sales job ever was. Um, and it gave me a chance to watch the leaves change colors and listen to the birds and still learn all of these new wonderful things that came with marketing and something that once again spoke to my heart. Um, and I did that for about a year until we relocated to Texas. Uh, Ty joined the Air Force and... I guess when you're early 20-something in love, that's that's what you do. You, you pack it all up and you move into a 600-square-foot apartment and you get a dog and you take whatever you've thought you know about life and you take the checklists that you've put in your head and you jump for it. You jump for life. And the way that you think it's supposed to be. Because in case nobody's told you, life doesn't come with a handbook. And if anybody out there has one, cool, send it my way. Um, I'd love to read it. um, Because I love myself some checklists. And I love hard facts. And being the best. And knowing that I'm doing the right thing. And following instructions. I mean... Hello, I was a GT kid, um, and that's kind of 
I think what's wrong with society now is that when we're nine years old, they slap this label on your forehead that says, I'm gifted and talented, as if that's supposed to mean anything at all. I mean, sure, I can read at a higher grade level, but what what comes of it? More homework? A challenge? Cool. Um, right on, I guess. But what happens when those kids are now all panicky because what what are we supposed to do? We've been told that we're doing better. We've been doing everything we were supposed to great. And then we get into high school and they pump us with these ideas that if we go to these special schools and we learn about business and engineering that it's somehow going to make a difference in our lives that it's going to guarantee us these big fat paychecks and that's what's important I guess I mean hello what happened to the classes with the egg and the baby doll sack of flour thing or wood shop I mean can somebody teach me how to do my taxes because if it weren't for TurboTax I don't I don't know, man. Um, yeah, my accountant would be making a whole lot of money, I guess. Because um, I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, then we get to college. And once again, I'm 18 years old. But hey, I've got life figured out, right? I know exactly what I want to do and who I am. And as the colleges will tell you, with a degree, you're going to get such a good paying job. And I mean, heck, if you get your master's degree, you're basically prepared to buy a McMansion in Beverly Hills, right? No. I'm here with a master's degree. And um, yeah, I've been putting in some applications and stuff. And hey, ain't nobody calling. So... (laughs) Maybe I should have told them that I was a GT kid. Maybe, maybe. Do we think that's that's what my resume is missing? Obviously. Um, But yeah, we give people and children these false ideas of how honestly they're special or better than anyone else or that we've got it figured out more than anybody else. And then we get out into the real world and we're freaking messes. Like, the world doesn't care that I was a GT kid, that I went to college. They really don't. Um, I'd say they care that I'm a good human, but I don't really think that the cashier at Walmart necessarily cares. I mean, I'm sure they care that you're nice to them. But they don't care about 13-year-old Britty taking engineering classes. And you know what? 27-year-old Britty isn't really benefiting. Um, in fact, 27-year-old Britty is trying to figure out 
how to make good friends, how to keep good friends, how to make a house a home, um, how to take whatever semblance of relationships that we've seen in our past and turn them into a good marriage, how to communicate with other people in a way that gets our point across, but also doesn't offend everybody because that's where we're at these days is that everybody's offended by everything. Um, And once again, people just kind of feel like they're entitled or better than. And at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat or Green Party. I don't care if you went to Sunday school or if you're having a religious crisis or you've just chosen whatever path you want to be on. I think what's most important in the world today is just being a freaking good human being. And I want to say that they're out there. I know they're out there. But I feel like we have the lowest voices. That our voices go unheard. And Squeaky Wheel does get the oil. And sadly, sadly, it's not us. It's not us that are trying to just survive most days, you know? Um... I don't necessarily want to discuss it right now, but I'm sure in future discussions it'll come up, but um, I do struggle with a bit of anxiety I have for most of my life, and I want to shy away from that because I feel like mental health can be relatively taboo at this point. I think it's great when people are getting the resources that they need, but I'm ashamed that it's also kind of become the cool thing to do. Um, And I say that from a place that those of us who do struggle would give anything to not, or at least that's my, my story. Um, so I speak out about it to advocate and to let others know that they have someone who understands, um, but not necessarily to draw attention to. Um, but I do think maybe that childhood set us up, or at least me up, for that. Um, When they give you this checklist of, hey, you're in the second grade and you're going into GT and that's where you need to stay. Um, And they basically put a hierarchy on our head that you've got your GT kids, you've got your honors kids, you've got your just plain normal kids. Like, hello, what's wrong with that? So what you're reading at a third grade level in the third grade? Cool. Um, But we almost feel better than, 
And I don't know where that idea came from. Um, I guess they pump it into our heads that, hey, you're a GT kid, so you're going all the way to college. And then that's going to take you really far in life and buy you the big house. And obviously the big house means happiness, right? So they put these checklists into our heads. You take the classes, you study hard, you get the good grades. Then it's college. You get the good grades in college. And then you get a job. And you climb the corporate ladder. And you get married. Dot, 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 I guess. You know, what comes after that? There's no checklist after that. Um, you know, it, 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 there's nobody telling you, okay, on Mondays you get up early and you go to work and then you do this, this, and this. And then, okay, and then you have these conversations with your friends to ensure that you're maintaining proper friendships. And then you have this, this, and this conversation with your spouse to maintain that healthy relationship and and these are the check boxes that you need to check off to be a good person these are the check boxes that you have to strive for that make a good friend and yeah i'm sure we all know like hey you need somebody who listens who cares for you yada 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 but how do you get past when your friends are thousands of miles away? There's no checklist for that. Or how many times you need to speak to a friend for it to qualify as a good friend. Or how many hugs your spouse should give you in a day. Or, and I've looked, there are websites that tell you how many hours a day you should spend eating with your spouse or watching TV or doing housework and all that and the other. But does anybody actually know, like, where's the handbook in life? Because I got one, I got a rubric in school, where's the rubric for life? Um, and so then we're just kind of left to figure out how, why, where, but don't compare yourself to anybody else because that's going to set you up for failure too. So basically, we have these checklists, but don't use them. And that's hard. That's hard for somebody that overthinks. That's hard for somebody who has to live with someone who overthinks. Um, like, how the hell do we know that we're doing any of this right? We really don't. And that sucks. Um, and I guess my way of finding my way is to take it day by day and worry about it every day, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> um... I tend to take on a lot of different projects and just go, go, go um, until I crash. And that tends to take on a lot of projects and hobbies. And I think the best way to describe it is that my hobby is 
finding hobbies. So I can paint. I enjoy photography. I like to read. I love movies. I can macrame my fingers off. Um, I can build furniture. I go out and mow the grass and enjoy that sometimes. I garden. Um, I'd love to play video games, but I can't bring myself to sit still for that long or really commit to anything for that long because I swear I have the attention span of a gnat. Um, but yeah, just because there is no checklist, my checklist is infinite and it kind of just takes my brain in these weird directions of what am I supposed to do? What makes me happy? Is that what I'm striving for is happiness? Because how do I know that I've reached it and how do I keep it? I don't know. Again, if anybody's figured it out, let me know. Um, but yeah, life is weird, dude. And I guess that's just what I came here to say. And as your friend, that's what I'm going to call you guys from now on. You guys are friends. Um, I guess we all got to kind of stick together and be there for each other and not compare. That is not at all what I'm at. Um, but I'm just going to talk about what's going on in life. I'm going to be that human voice. And today that human voice is telling you that the system, I don't want to say the system's broken because that's what we're all sticking to, right? Um, but there is no system. <laughs> and for those of us who relied on a system and structure for so long, are out here asking for any and all and I guess the system is to have no system I guess um yeah figure out what I guess makes you happy I guess that's the solution um what gets you through the day is that is that where we're at just get through the day I guess um, but yeah, no relationship, friendship, romantic, whatever, uh, family is going to be the same as anyone else. And that's something else that I'd love to discuss is that whole like fairy tale family dynamic. Like I love Gilmore Girls as much as the next girl, but don't you think they set up this like false idea in our head of what a mother-daughter relationship is supposed to be and then god do we feel like failures if that's not where we're at like hello but that's what I'm trying to get at and that's I guess what I'm just going to sit here and talk to myself about for as long as this podcast goes and whatever happens with this happens but I'm going to try to stop comparing and I'm going to stop looking for those checklists and I'm just going to be. I have to stop 
putting this notion in my head of what the GT kid is looking for next and just be and in the moment realize that I'm happy or that I'm not happy and if I'm not happy what can I change to become happy and stop over analyzing the past because I'm really good at that hey I should have said this instead of that well guess what you can't take those words back. Um, hey, I did this one thing, and I feel like maybe that's not on the checklist or whatever. I'm really good at asking the same question ten times over um, to see if it fit if it fits into that checklist if I just ask it one more time just a little bit differently does it does it make it fit in the checkbox or am I looking for a way to have it not or to just clearly put it in the checkbox or not so that I can check it off or tell myself that I failed and that's something I struggle with and something that I'm hoping that I can talk through um And I guess that's something that I told myself that if I ever got back into therapy, that that's what I would discuss. And that's what I would work with was just comparing my checklist. And does the therapist think that I am completing the checklist? Am I meeting, I guess, that therapist or textbook ideas? And I guess that in itself is a terrible thing. But therapy is really hard to come by so I guess you guys are like my little therapists now um or at least I'm just gonna sit here and talk to myself I find that getting it out on paper helps um or just putting it out into the universe you know let let somebody else figure it out whether it be mother nature or god or however you view the world um Just let somebody else handle it and let me just be. Um, So maybe, maybe that's where we start. But for now, I think I've talked your ear off enough. And I'm glad if you've stuck out this long. Um, I hope you come back next time I decide to get behind the mic. I don't know what we're going to discuss, but it might be fun. Um, I might get some other people in here. Um, that would be interesting. Um, I'd love to talk to Ty just because he's got a very different perspective on the world than I do. Um, and a lot of times that scares the living life out of me because how can your yin and yang be so compatible? How does it work? I mean, hello, we're not even on the same checklist. So how can that be right? But Whereas I talk in circles, he walks the straight line (laughs) from point A to point B. Or he just says, why are you walking at all? Go find something else to do. Um, Yeah, so I think just getting that comparison and letting him speak for his people, um, being those very direct, logical kind of people, Um, versus my emotional high-strung likes to talk it through 
me types. Um, yeah, but I'd also love to maybe talk to some other people um, who just have different experiences. You know, we're all human. Cool that we have in common, but we're all different. Um, and I learned that I can, you know, add people into my podcast. So that's pretty cool. Um, but now I'm just ranting and I don't want to hold you any longer. But again, thanks, friends. Um, if you need anything, I guess we'll figure out how to chat. But for now, just do what you got to do and realize that, uh, there's no right answer. So, bye.